Welcome to the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people that are both a gangster and a gentleman. And this is Jaron the Ghost. And this is Styles TJ. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Styles P, aka the Ghost. I don't know what you're talking about right now, but I know the only gangster and a gentleman in America. Maybe in the universe, and that's that's the ghost. Really? AKA I mean, Styles P. That's kind of what the corporate streets is all about. It's a corporate in the streets. Gangster and a gentleman. Yeah, well, that's cool. Gentleman and a gangster in that case. <laughs> but well, I I don't know. I felt like like um I mean, you don't feel like you're a little bit of a gangster and a gentleman? What's the what's the most gangster thing you've done? What's the last gangster the thing? Most what, gangster thing? The the most or the last gangster thing that you've done? Oh wow! Okay, let's go with the most. I don't I don't want to put you out there with the last. What's what's the most gangster thing you've ever done? Um, the most gangster thing I've done. I don't know, bro. Um, I I would go with the last. I guess I guess this is the most too. This this is also the most. And by the way, I'm going to preface this real quick. People think that being gangster is being criminal, mm-hmm. and you don't have to be criminal to be gangster, no. okay? What I think is the most gangster thing that I've done is, and the most gangster thing that I do, is the fact that I'm willing to stand up for what I say. And so, no matter who I'm talking to, if 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 I feel like that that's what needs to come out, and I'm going to say it, and I've said it, I'm going to stand up for it. And I think that's probably the most gangster thing I'll do. Mm, I think you're. Uh, you told a story on 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 the show about the. Um, I think it was the Martin Luther King parade, and yeah. a bunch of dudes walked in, trying to like <laughs> ask you like what what set you was from or something. Yeah. No, that, that was a pretty gangster thing that you did. I think I think yeah. that might have been one of the most gangster things that you did. You know what? But that it was all about just me trying to stand. It was, up yeah, for for yeah, me. Yeah, so you got tired. It's, it's all about you got tired of being that. Yeah. Eventually, it's like, all right, like I, I ain't gonna let y'all keep trying to punk me here. Like, something's gonna have to give. You like the fourth person. That's true. <laughs> That's done. That's true. Bro. So, well, what about you? What's the most gangster thing you've ever done? Well, the last. Well, I just talked about the last gangster thing I did. Okay, or the and last. I, and, right, you last. know, and mine was active. You know, I ain't talking about principles. <laughs> I'm talking about actually being in these streets and getting active. Ah, uh, but you also didn't tell nobody you did it. <laughs> what? I, I got to Oh, really? Hold on. What your boy say? Real G's moving silence like lasagna. I'm moving silence, homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good comeback though I respect that <laughs> I respect that comeback <laughs> I would be silent yeah, like Lejaya, so, so you're speaking of that's spe- you speaking of when you had to snatch homie up yeah. by his hoodie cause he was getting reckless you know what I'm saying he almost stepped on your shoes he did so you yanked homie by his hoodie and threw him to the other side of the bus right it was like you know what I'm saying and you did it silently stealth you were right. stealth mode in that joint right yeah yeah, yeah. I got that stealth takedown and uh got him up off the bus man so that was the most gangster thing that i did um that's cool so what's the most time. gentleman thing you've done what's the most gentleman thing you've done and so and that's kind of what maybe gentlemen bro. <laughs> so that's what kind of made me think of this intro um 
I don't even know if this is gentlemen, but it's but this week, uh, this weekend, this past weekend, I took my kids to go see Marvel Universe. Okay. And that was a uh, polar opposite of throwing uh, a, an op uh, down the steps on the bus. Polar opposite. <laughs> so uh, I, I was just looking at myself from a week ago and then myself from, you know, a week later. I'm like, wow, now I'm a dad. And I'm at Marvel Universe. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Marvel Universe. Yeah, and that's kind of a nerdy, that's kind of a nerdy dad thing, too. Like you ain't just a dad, you like, dog. You went to Marvel Universe, bro. Well, I mean, it's not you ain't go to Universal Studios. It's, it's not. It's to, not. To, it's to, not to Six Flags. No, 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 no. So Marvel Universe. So it's it's this. Um, they it's this traveling performance. It's basically kind of like a concert where they you know go city to city and they go to these arenas and they do like a live action. Um like role play, role play so they were thing. larping yeah yeah exactly they were absolutely larping <laughs> the, just <laughs> they were like LARPing. hardcore larping they got like people dang, dangling from wire so this is marvel so you're talking to like spider-man flying around and they got ant-man there and there's people jumping around on motorcycles and so this thing was scripted i'd imagine right it had a storyline uh, it was absolutely scripted and okay it was very poorly acted <laughs> what so wait so wait you get to get the one job you want i'm talking about these weirdo people who like to to lar- okay i'm not judging i'm talking about these people who like to live action role play mm-hmm. with characters that were from a comic book mm-hmm. you get to do this for a living you get to get paid going city to city on tour and you can't even do it right bro yeah so one of the big issues and i understand but the the main thing is the actual the actual speaking so the actors the the people who are moving around they're not actually speaking they're not mic'd up the all the audio is pre-recorded so <laughs> they're just going along with the motions so i don't know so they're basically syncing yeah so i don't know if you've seen any of the low budget um, like Ninja Turtles live stuff from back in the day, or if you could just think of the most low budget movie or TV show, this is that. Like the punching and the fighting, like some of them had effects, like sound effects, but it was just like just like they didn't even try, man. Like the speed of the punches didn't really match. Um, it was like very. So what did your son think of it, bro? It was like what very poor. It was worse than like wrestling, like the worst wrestling acting. So I took both of my sons, five and twelve. Okay. Um, five and twelve. Yeah. Said, right? So my twelve-year-old, he's really not into the Marvel thing, but you know, he was like, he'll go anyway. So he's wanting like the stadium or the arena food and stuff. Um, and my five-year-old, he didn't know what it was. He's not really, really into that stuff either. But I mean, I, I was certain that he would enjoy it and still because there's people jumping around fighting right and so the first thing he says as soon as this thing starts like this guy comes out of the floor and he's like floating he's like he's like flying out of the floor he starts you know floating towards the stage how was the effects was the floating good okay i'm about to answer that 
So the first thing okay. my five year old son says is, I can see the strings. <laughs> Duh, why are people so critical, man? Just let the homie fly, bro. And I'm like, Just let the homie and I'm like, what strings? He's like, I see the strings. He's not flying. <laughs> and oh, it's a simulation, right? Bro. Right. And oh, before before I get to that, so he um, since he didn't know what it was. You know, I told him like, "Oh, this is the ballet. Like, we're coming to see the ballet." And he was pissed off because he thought we was there to go see a, pa- a ballet. And yeah. even though they like there was vendors all in the hallway, I was like, "Oh, yeah, they they just got done with some Marvel thing, but we're we're waiting for the ballet to set up." So that was so I had that little surprise. So that was that's what made me think like, okay, that's the most gentleman thing I've done. So you did that for your older son or for your my youngest son? My oldest son, of course, knew. Oh, okay. He knows what ballet is? Yeah. Yeah. He, that's cool. You know what ballerinas and stuff is. So Yeah. So yeah, so the the he was like, Man, I could see the I could see him, you know, the strings. So he thought that was kinda whack. <laughs> so there was like the stunts was okay like spider-man was like you know swinging around since they did have strings he was the only one who could properly take advantage of holding on to strings because he's spider-man he's supposed to be swinging around on a string right so he's probably the dopest one he could do backflips and stuff um and that was about it i mean obviously he was just a gymnast you know but not like an actor because, Why are you tearing them down, though? Well, like, because again, they was, they wasn't talking. They was just mo- doing the motions. So right. I mean, they just had so they had a ton of heroes and villains, and um, there was stuff like Iron Man was there. His effects were kind of whack. Like when he would shoot his you know his missiles or whatever, they were basically like Roman candles. <laughs> like literally, just like Roman candles. Yo. That is hilarious. But that's hilarious, bro. But one of the biggest fails of the night was Captain America. So, you know, okay. Captain America's thing is he's supposed to throw his shield, you know, and hit him in the chest. That's my son's favorite, by the way. He loves Captain okay. America right now. So Captain America, he didn't have a lot of lines, but he had his one chance to shine, right? He was on the big stage, he had his shield, and he I was like, I was thinking to myself, like, is he gonna throw this shield? Because that can go wrong. Like, how how can how can he how can he throw this one chance, throw the shield and hit this guy? And I was wondering how they were gonna do it. And so, for a lot of the things, they had like, um, like these. How can I describe it? They had these just these parts of the stage that were lifted, and there were like probably people like with. Um, like say like if they wanted to have spider-man shoot a net and you know get somebody stuck it he'll like spider-man would put his hand out but then the thing would come out the floor like the net would come out the floor and hit the person you know so it's not coming from spider-man so they they had like the same thing for for uh captain america to throw his shield so again he's on a big stage he has the mic he has the spotlight he goes to throw the shield and he kind of like hid behind part of the stage, like a lifted part of the stage. So you can't see him actually throw it. And so that and that's because there was somebody, you know, 
under the stage is supposed to shoot it, you know, shoot this shield and hit the guy, I guess. <laughs> Dog, don't tell me he did the motion that didn't go. He did the motion to throw the shield. The shield fired out from the thing and just fell on the floor. <laughs> it never hit the guy. And JJ, saw, uh, I said JJ, the oldest one, he saw it. He started cracking up. I was dying <laughs> laughing because it was his one chance and it failed. The effect failed. And he had to like run up and pick up the shield and like kind of just hit him, like shoulder ram him with the with the shield or whatever. And so Hey, at least they, they can impromptu, bro. They can he, they can He they tried can to improv, but it was <laughs> such a fail because they had again they had like the sound effects and everything. And it just oh, it, dude, it messed up. Funny. Because again, it's pre recorded everything. So the good thing about it is, you know, th- that is a talent for them to have to, you know, go with the timing of everything live like that. But yeah, it, right. You just practice it 50 times. Yeah. It's like learning a song. Well, go but ahead. like they had like, the, like I said, they had like motorcycles flying around. And the and I was wondering what would happen if like this went wrong. Like they had some they had like this one stunt where the was the motorcycles they had all these ramps and they was just jumping all around the place. But they had this one stunt where the motorcycle basically had to jump like a full uh, what would that be? Like a story up. Like one story, two stories up. And like land into a window. And they were barely making it into that window. And I was just thinking if they fail like this person might break their back or something and all they're going to do is like this like the people are just going to drag them out you know through the door it's like this life was burning and the show would keep going it would absolutely keep yo going. one monkey don't stop no show bro one monkey don't stop no show there were people coming from the, the ceilings and the rafters and stuff and you know that it, it definitely could have went um, left but so the big payoff was supposed to be the Incredible Hulk. They had the Incredible Hulk on this thing, but the whole time he couldn't turn into an Incredible Hulk because this this villain has some power over him where he couldn't get mad. So he finally, oh, so they finally let go of the power. You know, he they finally let go of the the control and he got his his powers and he turns into the Incredible Hulk. And the Incredible Hulk. Okay, how'd they do it, bro? How'd they do it? So the guy, he was just like a normal looking guy. But then when the Incredible Hulk, he turns to the Hulk, he was probably like eight feet tall. He was like on stilts, like the 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 character, yeah. the actor inside, the, I guess, of the suit was on stilts. And he was like super huge and everything. You know, he had like, you know, prosthetics or whatever. It wasn't just like a normal guy walking around. So it was a good effect as far as they got the sizing and everything impressive. But the thing didn't have a face like his face wasn't active so he just had the same like stuck on stupid grimace on his face the whole time and his face didn't move so the hulk was kind of a fail yeah i think the highlight was probably spider-man because again he's the only one who can take advantage of the rope situation and stuff so overall kids had a good time my youngest, he he enjoyed it, even though he could see the string. My oldest, he thought it was funny just because of all the fails. And I thought he was just gonna like just blow it off. It's like, yo, I see the strings in the beginning. Fuck this nah. shit. I ain't. Oh, <laughs> I'm out. 
I left something out. So before we started, uh, before the show started, I saw uh, Brian there. Brian, who's been on the show. Yeah, who's been on the show. Yeah, Brian. Okay. Brian was there. He was there with his, uh, his son is, what, 14 or 15? He's a sophomore in high school. Yeah. So he's 15, 16. So I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing here? <laughs> it's like, your son is into this? I'm like, like, yeah, they're into the comic stuff, but I don't think they knew what this show was so this show what i was wondering what is the attended audience for it it's definitely not brian and his son it's not even my oldest son as a matter of fact i don't even think it's my for my five-year-old i think this might be for like two and three-year-olds that's the only people who can look at this believe it and really be into it you know what? Hold on. I just took the kids to go see Paw Patrol. And for all the non-parents out there, or for all the parents with old kids, Paw Patrol is this TV show. Uh, it's a cartoon. And it, it's, there, there's this one guy who runs the Paw Patrol. And then the Paw Patrol are a bunch of little dogs. It's the Pound Puppies. And they all have their own. Huh? It's the New Age Pound Puppies. There you go. It's the New Age Pound Puppies. Uh, but they also, they what's cool about it is they, they talk about you know when they come up when they devise their plans and stuff like that it's it's pretty interesting the stuff that they get into but uh we went to a live show and these people had on these costumes which were interesting because they weren't full dog costumes they had like they walked with the front legs that was the people's legs and coming from the front legs you have the dog's face and the back legs just kind of trot around and so, so the back the legs are just the sliding around, sliding. Yeah, up. the back legs are just sliding. <laughs> or since they're, since they're waddling, since they're waddling, uh, the back legs look oh, like they're moving they're too because they're going from side. They're walking to side. in a way to make to make yeah. sure that the so legs move. They made that workout, and I'm I'm looking at this. I'm thinking about what is my five year old thinking about this right now? Because you can see a person when he watches the cartoon. There's no person coming out of the dog. And uh, they enjoyed the show. They didn't say nothing about it. They didn't say nothing like, I see the strings. They didn't make those kind of comments. Your five-year-old didn't. So, nah. Who's not quite five nah. yet. See, in my five-year-old. Oh, yeah. He'll be, he'll be five in, uh, he'll be five next week. He'll in my five-year-old five will be six in December. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So, he's basically a six-year-old. Right. He's, he's on the cusp of right. six. And that, that makes a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, t- I took a five or a four, four, and a three-year-old. Right. You know? Right. And so... Um, yeah, they, they enjoyed the show. They had a good time. And that was that. I didn't get no comments like, yo, yo, I can see the people standing inside the dog. Like, I didn't get I didn't get no comments. So, like, my five-year-old, like, he said that and that was, like, his only, like, gripe about the show. Is that he, like, they, they weren't actually, that they weren't actually flying. Yeah, that that's funny. You know? So, I went to a concert also this weekend, right? Okay. And so what's cool about concerts is you were just talking about how you were waiting to see what would happen if this guy failed, if the Hulk failed, or if the if the the shield failed that Captain America had, or if these guys on these motorcycles didn't make it through the window. What would happen? You know what I'm saying? Right. And you had a couple failures, dog. You had a couple fails that gave you some great laughs. Oh yeah. This is the reason why people go to live shows, dog. Because they wanna see what's gonna happen how good is this show gonna be what's gonna go wrong that's the only reason we really watch mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you knew everything was gonna be perfect 
would you really really want to watch it you know what i'm saying right it's kind of it kind of reminds me of a a sports like if it was as simple as oh this team has better stats than this team so i know team one is going to win because they have better stats then we would never watch sports because the guys we knew was going to win would win all the time you know what i'm saying and also nobody so anyway. wants to see like uh, like a blowout in sports like you got this super powerful team in the super bowl and there's like some kind of blowout that's never a good game yeah that's that's not fun right you 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 got all the way down to the two quote unquote best teams and then one just blows the other out it's like okay somehow there was something wrong with the way that they put these teams together now with that being said by the way that generally doesn't happen in basketball because they play so many games it generally happens in football because it's the best man on that day you know it's the best team on that day mm-hmm. but um I went to a concert too. I went to the Jay Z concert. He kicked off his 444 tour, not tool. He kicked off his 444 tour, and uh, it started right here in Anaheim, California, right at the Honda Center. So Homeboy Youngin came down, and uh, me and the wife, Homeboy Youngin, we all trotted to the concert. It was uh, it was super cool, man. Like to to know that we go into the Jay Z concert, we had some really good seats or whatever. I really enjoyed the 444 album. I was waiting to get there and listen to him do it live see if he was going to do other songs what songs he was going to do and all that good stuff mm-hmm. and uh i don't really have anything to like the tour was or the the show itself was technically uneventful bro like i went there we had the red carpet treatment we walked on the red carpet oh we got we got little gifts and stuff because we we had some vip ticks mm-hmm. We got down there, uh, you know, the show was, you know, nobody was in there yet. We got there a little early. Everybody was setting up. Vic Mensa came out. He came out right on time. He did his he did his music. He did a, a few songs that I knew because I listened to his album not so long ago. I think you told me to listen to Vic Mensa's album. Did yeah. you tell me to listen to yeah. his album? Yeah. All right. And As so a fact, I knew a couple of I told, songs. I told you to listen to Vic Mensa's album, or his latest album, but I told you about Vic Mensa like 10 years ago. Was it 10? It wasn't. It was, dude. He was probably was like, like 16 like or something. Oh, come on. It was when Diggy Simmons was popping. Oh, yeah, it was when Diggy was But that wasn't 10 years ago. That was about like, all right, it's close Bro, enough. I think it's, it's been enough. about 10 years. All right, 10 years ago. I'm just saying. I'll give you the credit for 10 years, bro. You told me about Vic Mensa 10 yes. years ago. That's cool. So uh, he came out. He did his thing. The show was good. Jay comes out. He does his songs. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so, you, so you did like Vic? Yeah, you thought, you, you thought yeah. The, the the performance was good. The 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 bars. He his had the performance bars. was good. His his energy was good. I knew the bars because I knew the songs. I knew uh, a majority of the songs. So I listened to the album. Okay. And uh, and his energy was good. And he was dressed fly. Like everything was good about the show. His uh his I don't want to call him his band because he only really had like a drummer and and a guitar player. But uh, his supporting band. His his musicians in the background, they were really, they were really amped. You know, they were into what he was doing. It was good. I enjoyed it. The light show was good. He had some lighting things going. And he's on. a young straight. guy. He's gonna be all over the place. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was actually more reserved than that. Like he wasn't just wild and like. Uh, uh, well, he did swing his hair a bit, yeah. but he didn't. He it ain't like he, he jumping jumping to the crowd on top type. of speakers it wasn't that kind and of thing. all that crazy stuff. 
Nah, okay. nah, it wasn't that crazy. It was a little more reserved than that, but he did show energy. He did like do moves that could be considered dancing, but it really wasn't dancing. It was him feeling what he was saying. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so it was good. I enjoyed it. Jay comes out. He does 444, a lot of songs. He does some older songs, uh, you know, from pretty much every album. He did. He did a, a little bit of every. Yeah, he didn't do nothing from Reasonable Doubt though. He didn't do nothing from Reasonable Doubt, but he did all the volumes pretty much. He did some from all the volumes. You know, he did the Hard Knock Life joint. Yeah. He did. Yeah. So he did. He did a little something from everything. Good show. Uh, how long? We was how, expecting. How long would you say he performed? I would say that he was out there for a good hour, hour and a half. Okay, bro. that's good. That's that's definitely worth the money. Well, that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. a good amount of time. That's a fair amount of time too. It's fair. Yeah. It was definitely fair. It was a fair amount of time, and I respect it. I was expecting that maybe, I mean, you are in Cali. Bring somebody out, bro. It's the first show. Bring somebody out, bro. But maybe I'm expecting something too early. Maybe he'll bring somebody out for his last show or someone so, in, in, in so his what, middle So what, bring tour. out like Kendrick? He got a song with Kendrick, right? Yeah, he could have brought Kendrick out. He could have brought anybody out, bro. He really could have brought anybody. Hell, he could have brought B out. He could have brought Blue. Blue got a, a song on his. He, she got a bonus song on his album. He 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 played the song, but Blue didn't he rap. Can't, it. He can't. He could have brought Blue he can't out. Bring Blue out in front of a hundred thousand people, man. Man, he could have. He totally could have. Dude, Beyonce is Blue's mama, bro. You know she performing. Come on. Uh -huh. You know she performing. She walking in heels and she's performing right now as we speak. She's trained. She wasn't. I would say she didn't perform at your place. No, no, no. She didn't come out. Maybe she, she was under the weather or something. Or maybe she was touring somewhere else with her mama. I don't know. But uh, at the end of the day, dog, I realized it was good. The show was great. I enjoyed everything about it. But I didn't get that live eventful thing that happened like, yo, did you see that? So it nothing, really wasn't nothing seemed that. unique. It seemed like he was hitting all his marks. And he was hitting all his marks. It might be a carbon copy of whatever the next show is gonna be. Probably. Probably. Maybe some of the wording in between songs before he did the the one song where, you know, the apology to Beyonce song. Uh he he dropped a few words in between that saying that, you know, how it was a heartfelt song for him and it's hard for him to even perform it. But he's gonna do it for us tonight, and now that I think about that, that even I'm gonna say that's that's absolutely scripted. <laughs> I'm gonna so, do this anyway. for you tonight, Anaheim. <laughs> Just for you. He didn't sound like a robot, Anaheim. bro. Yo, yo, he didn't sound like a robot though. He didn't sound like a robot. It sounded like it was from the heart. It sounded real. So it's probably gonna be the same message, just different words. You know what I'm he's saying? Just gonna that say, still counts as scripted. He's just gonna say Toronto instead of Anaheim. That's all. That's the only difference. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure he can switch up the words. He's not gonna remember the exact words, but just because the words ain't the same, don't mean that it's it really, that it ain't. This really hurt my feelings. The idea is scripted. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, really pains me. But I just realized that the show wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it wasn't eventful in the sense that something really popped off. I enjoyed myself. I had a great time. My wife did. Homeboy Youngin did. Yo, Homeboy Youngin did like 160 snaps on Snapchat. I didn't even know that that was possible. Jesus Christ! Time, but Homeboy well, Youngin was a 15 year old girl on there. Or he's Yo, a he's a duh. or a twenty four twenty four year old Dominican thought on there, like what is he? Doing? 
basically he, he put the whole he put the whole damn show on that you know with the 150 snaps i don't think it was just from the show it might have been from the day Jeez. but i think a majority of those maybe a hundred of those oh boy young and relax but, uh, is this snap popping like that he probably he, he might got a whole bunch of chicks following him or something no oh, no i'm pretty sure his snap is his snap is popping i'm pretty sure his snap is popping right. but uh yeah man so that's what happened with me at the Jay Z concert. It was super so, dope. I, I did have a good so time. So you mentioned about how it just seemed perfect, and I remember that was like, um, I think it was the Breakfast Club that mentioned how perfect like Jay and Beyonce show was, and how it seemed yeah. like it was too perfect, and they rather had seen them kind of stumble a little, I guess, or have real moments, and they said even like the real moments where they're supposed to be interacting. Like even that scene scripted, and like they were hitting. You know marks. what though, dog? But that that's in in a way that's kind of selfish too, though. Like you uh, you don't want to see perfection because you want to be able to talk about some shit. Like their whole job is to talk about people, and they mad thing got nothing to talk about because the show was so dope. It was so perfect. Like they they they're looking for so, something like that. I mean, we as regular people do the same thing. But this this but, was this was in the age of where Kanye was going out every night and having a new rant for every show, an yeah. unscripted rant. And they was eating off of it too. Those those same people was eating right. off those rants. Right. So I guess and they're not what, paying Kanye for. So I guess that's what they were looking for is something yeah. like that where he addresses something specifically that happened that week or something. Bro, where are we in the world now, dog? Like, where are we where we're looking for... It used to be you want to go see some shit perfect. Like, I'm paying you to be perfect. When I go to a basketball game, I want to see somebody dunk on somebody's head. I want to see somebody get from one end of the court to the other side in 2.4 seconds and in six dribbles. I want to see somebody hit 16 three-point shots. I want to see Kobe drop 81 every time I pay to go to a game. But... Well, there's people out there saying that, yo, man, sh- they, man, he dropped 65 threes. He's so perfect, man. It just ain't even no fun because he just did miss. He didn't miss. Like, where are we, bro? Well, I think a basketball performance would be a little different. But, man, I feel like people probably wanted that type of um, real moments even back in the day. So, for example, I've been listening to some old school like live concerts and i was listening to this one um al green was singing this song and he's just kind of working the crowd or whatever and you heard this uh lady like scream and in that moment he was just like and he kind of sang and he's like shut your mouth honey and it was a real moment that was not scripted and he just improved right there on the spot that l- funny little moment like the the crowd laughed and it was just a good moment yep. okay um, it's kind of comedic it's kind of comedic in a way and, I mean, and it was a real moment you saw one of your your faves have a real moment where he just just improved right there i listened to another one i was listening to another one uh with the temptations and david ruffin like was asking people what do you want me to sing what do you want to hear 
and people was like oh i want to hear my girl and of course he's gonna sing my girl he was like okay we'll sing that and he was they was just singing saying a whole bunch of songs but then they said a song that really wasn't part of the concert but he still sang it and he sang this song just uh acapella and he only sang like uh, a few uh, a few bars of it and yeah then he was like y'all got me singing songs that's not even in the show and you know they laughed it was just a, again a real moment and so i think people like that off the script moment at, at the very least like we don't want to see beyonce's hair get caught up in the fan i don't want it to be that bad of a real moment uh, people want to see that bro we don't, I, <laughs> people want to see i don't want to see her fall down the steps you know as she's you know strutting down the steps yeah people want to see that but too. i would like it's to a, it's a lot of hate i would there. love to hear like or see like a, a real moment though you know what i guess what he could have did he could have dropped the freestyle or he could have dropped some something that we ain't heard before is what he could have did because i was gonna say what kind of real moment can can a rapper have on stage you know what i'm saying you're there to hear well his songs. Why, just like the other I guys guess. did the other guy so I just said, I just said uh, Al Green and David Ruffin both just had real moments yeah I'm saying but as a rapper like uh, uh, what are you gonna I mean I guess you could tell somebody yo yo I love you but stop screaming you messing you messing up I can't hear right now like I can't hear myself no, that's I mean I guess he could've <laughs> did that but I don't know dog I, that ain't really no. that hot and then what, what, what? I'm talking about I'm like at a rap con I'm talking about rap so then yeah. so th- that was the that that was the day that was the uh, Al Green one right and then you got the David Ruffin what do you want me to sing so he could have did that he could ask yo what, what song you want to hear right now what song you want what song you want to hear he could have did that because David uh, Ruffin so him, him the, asking that question was scripted however him singing a song that wasn't a part like the band wasn't ready for was not scripted yep okay that that's dope um he could have did that and what was the other one who else you got you had one it was more. just those two oh, i said beyonce falling down the steps that was it no no i thought okay maybe i'm tripping i thought you had three people that uh you had al green you had david ruffin and i thought you had one more i said david ruffin was with the temptations was singing okay. with the temptation gotcha. and he was he did that part so look jay could have freestyled he could have freed something but he's not really a freestyle guy that's not really how he does although he doesn't write he's 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 known not to be a crazy freestyler like that like off the top that mm-hmm. is he's not a crazy off the top kind of mm-hmm. guy in front of people so but i guess he could have dropped us some new music or something maybe maybe that would have been better than what he did but uh i really enjoyed the show or I mean they in LA like I'm sure Kanye was around there he could have just whipped Kanye out and just Kanye could have just ah, came well, see, that's the thing is that's the thing Kanye would have to drive down to 405 because we were in Anaheim which is like 40 minutes 30 minutes south of LA and so when they go to Staples Center he's going to be truly in LA I mean, okay to the rest Kim, of the world Kim buys out Kim buys out she rents out the Staples for Kanye to hoop for his birthday so it must not be far from the crib right he might pop up in LA. I don't know where they in, they in Calabasas. So, where is that? Uh, that's a little farther north. Okay. That's a little farther so, north. So, I mean, but to the rest of the world, 45 minutes, Anaheim is right down the street. So, yeah. they could have whipped out Kanye and they could have gave a hug on the stage. And Kanye didn't even have to do no songs or nothing. They could have just hyped man for him or whatever. Nah, dog. They would have had to do half of Watch the Throne. They could have did. That's they could have did Niggas in Paris and, and got, up off, got up out of there. He actually did. He actually did Niggas in Paris. Without he yet. just didn't yeah without yeah disrespectful 
<laughs> hey, he did his half of the song, bro. And I bet people was like, oh my God, is Kanye going to come out? No. Kanye's not going to come out. Nah, nah. Actually, I didn't even think about him when I was talking about people coming out. I didn't even think about him. Jeez. You disrespect. What do you think? You so think Beanie Seagull and Miff Bleak? No, I didn't think about them either. I thought about B or uh, Blue. I mean, because they write, they live in the same house. You know what I'm saying? They ride in the same jet, bro. I figured that at least they can slide out. This dude ain't even want no rappers to come out. He just want to see his wife and his, I, I'm, and his daughter. Look, I'm not picky. I'm not picky. Bring somebody out, bro. Bring, I'm not picky. He could have brought Vic Mensa out. <laughs> he was there at the show. He could have been he like, yo, like, yeah. guess who coming up? <laughs> they don't even got no songs, I don't think, together. <laughs> Don't need to. Just bring him out on the stage while you're out there, bro. You know, I'm not asking for much. He could have brought J. Cole with him. He could have brought dog Rihanna. He could have brought anybody. He got a lot of people on Rock Nation. Des Bryant. So I don't know. Or is it Des? I think Des Bryant's with them. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I thought he gave up the sports thing, though. Oh yeah. There you go. He gave up the sports thing. He had to do Robinson Cano, and I think he had KD for a minute. Um, but that's all I knew. And then he gave that up because he couldn't. He couldn't, from what I understand, he couldn't have the ownership in Brooklyn Nets and be for the be for sports, athletes yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So check this out, dog. Uh, I was talking to some people. I was at a gathering uh, at a friend's house. And it was actually a costume party that I didn't know was a costume party, so I didn't have a costume. I felt out of place. But I'm okay. sitting down. <laughs> I'm sitting down wait talking minute, to these minute, people, wait right? Minute, wait a minute. So how did you end up at this party? I'll tell you how I ended up at this party. So generally what happens is this is these are family friends. And so the wives connect. And the husbands just kind of just do, right? And so... The wives were supposed to be connecting and my wife got sick and so we still wanted to support so she kind of sent me on my own and so I'm like man alright I'll go because I want to go and support it was supposed to be like a, a fundraiser for their son for the son's football team but I didn't realize that and so they had things that they were like uh, they had like a silent auction for like for gift cards and all this stuff and so they got donations from these companies and so they were doing silent auctions for them and so i went there thinking that that's all it was and i go in some jeans and a t-shirt and some lebrons <laughs> i brought out the all-star lebrons the glow in the dark boys and uh i got there and everybody's in costume dog like first of all their whole house is did up like the outside of the house is super halloweened out and it was super dope and i walk in the house and everybody's got on costume and I'm like, yo, this ain't even right, bro. <laughs> so you end like, up being the only douchebag without a costume. It might have been one or two other people, but out of 30 people, it was like two or three of us with no costume. Wow. And yeah, I was I was one of those douchebags, bro. And that's because... And so well, I, and I quickly... It's not because you didn't know. It's because your wife didn't tell you. No, no, no. So I quickly hit up the wife. I was like, yo, you didn't tell me this was a costume party. Not that I even had a costume to wear, but you ain't tell me. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, oh, I didn't know either. I'm like, what? So the ladies weren't even communicating right. So anyway. So did you. Wait a minute. Would you have gone if you had known? I don't know. I don't know what would have happened. 
because <coughs> I guess it's best that I'd have known because I'd have been self-conscious had I known that it was a costume party and I have a costume. Because it's like, would I have stopped at the costume store on the way there and picked something up, picked up a mask or some stupid shit like that, and then it'd been a half-ass costume? I don't know if I would have done that. And I probably wouldn't have had the guts to just go there with no costume at all. So I probably would have told them that I couldn't go either. So did you, been so you just went and did you just kind of stand around for a few minutes? How long did you end up staying? I ended up staying for like an hour and a half. What? Yeah. Now you know me. I would have been ready to go as soon as I hit that door and saw I was the only one that <laughs> You'd have been ready to go. Know, I already don't want to be there. But then to yeah. be there and not have a costume and be one of the only people without one, I would have been out of there. <laughs> nah dog cause I already felt bad that like we were supposed to be here and enjoying the evening and the wife wasn't there and so I'm going there by myself and I know I'm gonna have to leave earlier than when the party goes so I tried to stay for a little bit I tried to mingle a little bit talk to some people I tried to put some bids in on the silent auction I sat and ate the food because I mean it wouldn't have they wouldn't have wanted me to leave without eating so so what do you what do you think about like adults and like coworkers who dress up for Halloween? Like we have a few. Somebody asked me, um, you know, do people dress up? And like, yeah, we. I mean, people do. I never have. And quite honestly, most of the black people in my job just don't. Yeah, but I haven't done it by myself. I did do it with a group last year. We were office space, and I was old boy Samir with the brown pants and the purple shirt. With the, with the sideburns I guess he was like a, uh, I think he was Indian or something Samir. he was definitely from the other side Samir yeah the dude with the purple shirt with the with the sideburns and I think like I said I think he was like I think he was Indian I don't remember I he was. you know and hmm. so uh, but yeah it was pretty epic I'll send you a picture you Stanley you picture. somebody already Stanley yep we had all we had all the members covered that's why you were we so low you was like must have been low on the on the totem pole nah I mean I'm brown skinned like homie is you know what I'm saying And oh wait so a minute was it, he it totally I worked. think he might have been he might have only been like a one ep- one or two episodes I think they needed somebody like come no no no, no 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 I'm talking about the movie oh the movie bro the movie ain't that yeah the show is called Office Space right uh I think I think it might be something a little. Different. I'm not sure. I don't oh, watch it's the, the Office. Show. It might my be. My bad. Okay. Oh yeah, that was called the my Office. Bad. I was saying, my I bad. I thought it was my different. Bad. I'm like, what the? F-? Like, who is Samir? Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Samir's the one who <laughs> was stumping out the printer. You must be low on the totem pole. No, Samir's huh? the one who was stumping out the printer. Yeah, well, they was uh, there was a few of them stumping out the printer, but we did that last year, bro, and we actually got an old printer from IT, and dog, uh, we had baseball bats, we were smashing that shit up, dog. Uh, crowd loved that oh that's what's up okay yeah we won that okay i gotta send you that picture bro and i got a bit i got a video of us smashing up the printer too it was pretty cool did you, did you cut the song on did you cut on ice cube uh dang what was the song no um ghetto boys no, no it was ice it was nah it was ice cube it was like uh what's the song it was from no Predator. dog it was it was ghetto boys it was do ghetto we need to put a, do we need to place a bet on this thing you don't want to do that. No, you don't want to do that. It would be that, unfair dog. for me to take your whatever we bet. If we bet a case of Mountain Dew or whatever. You, we can do that. Be, Go look at effort that. It's not Ice Cube. It's the ghetto. It was Scarface. It's the ghetto boys, dog. It's the ghetto boys. <sighs> TJ, don't do this. No, don't you do this. What you want to put on it? 
Okay, TJ. Let's put. Dude, you got you even got the show and the movie mixed up. You know what? Let's effort. No, that no, no, right no, no, no. Before you before you effort it, we bet. need to we we gangsters and we, we need to we need to get the bet like set in here first. Yo, we'll make it a gentleman's bet. A gentleman's bet. Cause okay. you don't. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, we gangsters and gentlemen. We'll make it a gentleman's bet. All right. So. Okay, so I'm saying it was that song. It's um, off of Predator. It's like Tadal. No, 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 not Tadal. But it was the song where he was like, um, he says. Look, you could just say any Ice Cube song in the world. You ain't even got to be specific because it's nah, not. No, I want to have it right. Bro. It's from Lethal Injection, actually. Lethal Injection. Ice Cube. Hold on. I'm going to tell you exactly what song it was. So, the song was down for whatever okay i'm calling it it was down forever was the was the uh all right i told i'm telling you it's ghetto boys bro i said it i'm telling you all right so did, you, did we come back okay. did we come back next week with the results of this bet no effort that shit right, right, now. right now. Google right. that. Google it. I'm telling you, it's Ghetto I don't know Boys, if it's bro. Play on the speakers, though. Oh, I don't know if it's gonna play, but you can just say what it is. It ain't no Ice Cube song, bro. To, you can choose. I wouldn't be able to. Well, I'm talking. About, I want to pull up Office Space, though. You can just okay. Google Office, the space, Office Space printer. Uh, printer song. song. There you go. It's printer scene song. All right, here we go. Okay. Saying uncensored. The world. Yeah. Bro, it don't, you know it don't take that damn long. You see, no, say I'm trying to see song. where the song still was used in the 1999 Mike Judge film Office Spaces. Office Space during blah 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 blah. So put in the Ghetto Boys. It is mentioning Ghetto Boys. The Resurrection album. But I guess still is what they're trying to say the song was. Yeah. Yeah. But that wasn't the song. (laughs) How you going to say it wasn't, bro? Because I was sitting there rapping the damn song. Maybe they walked up to this song. I don't know. Now I wish it was... All right, look, yo, I'm not even gonna gloat right now because I tried to told you, I tried to told you, but y'all ain't won't hurt me. All right, I think me ex said that, so I ain't even gonna gloat on you, bro. I ain't even gonna do it anyway. Point is, we was off of space, we did have the song. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't have a super loud Bluetooth speaker, so everybody couldn't hear it. But we did recreate the scene at the end, uh, and we did break up. We took a little video of us breaking up the printer with the song. Wait a minute. It was pretty cool. I see what it was. So the song I was saying down for whatever was from the virus scene. Oh, okay. And I know down for whatever. I know that that one. So actually really like i really like that, that song that, that song was super dope whatever. that was like my favorite song so that was the that was the virus scene song you know oh, what i'm talking okay. about when they were about to take the pennies per dollar or whatever. yeah yeah that's that's when they played off it that's when they played uh lethal injection okay gotcha you win 
right. Cool. I can see. That's what I wanted to hear. I you can say. see. Dude, podcast's over now. Podcast is All right. Over. So you, you know what you're listening to. This is <laughs> <laughs> No, so check it. So back to what I was trying to say. I went to this I went to this gathering, right? And so I'm there and I'm talking to these people. And they were telling me, well, it was a husband and a wife, and the wife was trying to tell her this story about like the husband. He sings in an opera. He's a great musician. He's a tuba player. He writes music. He's a singer. He does every damn thing, okay? okay. He's this great man. And she was talking about how he has this really old tuba. This is an older couple, okay? Um, and so he has this really old tuba that's probably worth twenty, twenty to $30,000 now today because they don't make tubas the same way that they yep. used to make them anymore. And she was talking about how the tuba... Uh, used to sit in the front seat and she had to sit in the back all right and this just goes to show you we talk about how perception is everything and we talk about how perception can really control your life perception can really control your day and it's the difference between being happy unhappy it's the difference between being successful and unsuccessful it's all about perception and how you look at shit right and so in this particular case She's telling this story about how the tuba rolled in the front seat and look at, and I had to sit in the back. Can you believe him? He put his wife in the back. And so, me being me, I jumped into my, I walked into my positivity palace. I jumped into my my pool of positivity. And I was like, maybe he was just chauffeuring you. You know, he got you in the back seat. You know, you get to ride. He got the, you know, he get to take you where you want to go. You relaxing in the back. And can I, can we pause? that blew her mind. So the first thing, the first huh? thing I thought is that maybe the tuba only could fit like just the way the tuba is shaped is kind of awkwardly shaped, and he can lean the seat back, and maybe that's just what made sense and what was easier because of the way the door was. You know, the front door is normally kind of you know shaped different than the back door. I figure that it's only that's the reason why he put it in the front. Now. Logically, yes, that's the reason why the tube is in the front. But as she's expressing this story and telling this story, and I know she's being, she's being facetious. Oh, she was. She's so she, funny. she knew what the reason. Was. Okay, cool. Yeah, she she knew what the reason was, right? But the way she's telling it, you know, she's telling it in a way that leaves this negative perception, this negative connotation, right. and me jumping into my pool of positivity, walking in my positivity palace. I was able to take what she said and flip it and she couldn't help but laugh at it. And I don't know how serious she was or look, I'm married. I know how these conversations go. Shit happens in real life. And then over time, when you get over it, you can turn it into a joke and tell it to friends. Okay. They might have really had it well, out about yeah, that. Yeah, I would say that might have been something she really had a problem with. And he's probably, he's <laughs> you know probably sitting here in that same damn story too. <laughs> <laughs> but he got a kick out of the show first story and she was like oh wow i never thought of it that way i'm definitely gonna use that one the next time that's pretty funny i really really like that and it just took this situation that she tried to make so negative which i can tell happened in real life this man was sitting through the agony of trying to explain to her like look babe the tuba can't fit in the back it can only fit in the front it's cool you just ride in the back it's cool and she she was Boy, trying to don't get come. she was trying to get people on her side don't come to my shit <laughs> and it just being me and my twenty thousand dollar tuba it could be that too right 
Sit your ass at home. You don't like riding in the back seat and my tube in the front because it can't fit in the back. Like if I had options, I'll put the tube in the back because I want the tube. If we would have got that damn, you want to cry. We got that damn Outback that I wanted. It would be in the trunk. But no, you ain't want me to. That's how them. You ain't want me to get the the four cylinder. Duh, that's how them arguments be in real life and I, and I could just tell by the way she was telling the story and trying to get us on her side about her riding in the back can you believe that right. and so when I didn't jump on her side I was like well hell he should look at it this way he chauffeured you it just really it changed her whole thought process it got her to get a good laugh out of it and it probably made her realize you know how stupid that sounded bro <laughs> you know what I'm saying and so uh, anyway point is reason why i'm bringing that up is that moment made me realize how just throwing positive words at, at people and giving people an opportunity to see something from a different perspective dog that can be the difference between your day being happy and your day being unhappy and people don't really more people need to realize that so i just want i just want the listeners to hear that okay. you know what i'm saying and um our little random uh fact here so when you said the $20,000 too, but it made me think of this one situation when I was like in the third grade, this girl, Melissa Arsenal, she, we was in orchestra and she was like, her grandfather gave her a violin instead of, you know, her yeah. having to rent one and pay for it. And he gave her, um, a Stradivarius. A Stradivarius happens to be one of those, uh, unicorn type violins. So she's like yeah. playing with like a twenty thousand dollar violin in the third grade, playing hot cross buns, right? And like my teacher, I remember the teacher, Mister Lindhorst, was like blown away when he saw what it was. Right, he had an orgasm right. looking at her playing on that violin. Right. Like you playing hot cross buns on this violin, I trade hey, you. I give you two violins. Melissa, I mentioned her on the show before. She was the one in the uh, sixth grade who uh, was smoking cigarettes. And I thought she was like a badass because she was in a sixth grade smoking yeah. cigarettes. Well, that's disgusting. Yeah, but I mean, a sixth <laughs> grader who has access to cigarettes is kind of hard. Dog, that means she a thief. She stole those from mama. She's about that or life. daddy. Dog, <laughs> whatever. Where is she now? Since you're dropping governments, she's on Facebook somewhere. Uh, Go find her. See what she's she doing. Might be. Now. I don't know. I don't know where she is now. And if you can't find us because she got emphysema from smoking since sixth grade. I'm not going to say any terrible. bad things about her because she might be cool. I don't know. She was cool back then. Like I said, I've said it multiple times on the show. So, yeah. So you were talking about the office or no, you weren't talking about the office. You mentioned office space. I talked about office space. And but while we're talking about office space in the office. Right. Office was a duh, superior some, show. Office space was good. Uh, in office space, right, but no, dog. Office space was epic and it's classic, yeah. and it is, and it's very relatable to anybody that lives that cubicle life. Even today, that thing came out in 1999. It's 18 years still later, works. and it's still relevant. It's still relevant, yeah, absolutely. That is crazy. So Mike Judge isn't. He's a beast. So I think, I think I relate a little more to um, the Office, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, office space too I mean sometimes I hate being at my job um, like old boy from office space and I had a situation like that come up recently where so my job we have this uh, instant messaging system that we use to communicate yeah 
Yeah, we use Skype for instant messenger. Well, really they have cool. their own little thing that they're paying for. So that's what we use. Oh, okay. And so you are able to put uh, is it avatars? Yeah, you're, you're able to put avatars or whatever um, next to your name, you know, your own little custom Uh-oh. picture. Get your little Abby going. And okay. so the one I went with was the same one I use on Facebook, which is the side eye emoji. So that's my picture. Okay. So anytime anybody I talk to anybody, they see the side eye emoji. And I think it's kind of funny because it kind of makes the tone for anything that I say, you know, kind of like just sarcastic, I think. Yeah. I don't like that. I think that was funny. So enter. Yeah, it's a pretty good emoji. I like so it. So enter this uh, new manager that I got. And I talked about getting that, getting this new manager back in the day. Um, yep. Eh, Y'all beefing already? A few months ago. Well, no. So I don't want no beef. So she, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, for the, like, the past two weeks, has been saying, I need to change my avatar in that it looks like I'm upset whenever she sees it. And I'm like, okay. And so is this a serious thing or she's just like well, man <laughs> you really need to change that man every time yeah, i see it it looks like you yeah mad. exactly is it like so joking? that's the way i read it that's the way i heard this comment because she was sending that you know message through the messaging system so i was like right. you know she's talking about my thing and i just ignore it and so first of all there is no rules to what we need to have as far as the picture there's no set uh, you know guidelines or anything as a matter of fact that emoji is one that's in the system itself so it's not like I went and grabbed some emoji from out of nowhere they even had the shit emoji in this thing so like oh wow so uh, another week passes she says it again and I'm like oh okay great so she's probably serious about this and she's probably going to say it one more time and I'm going to have to change it. I'm just going to take it down. It's the way I felt. And Okay. Because, again, I don't want no beef. But so she says it and I tell everybody like she's about to like, actually demand that I take it down. Because she's up until that point she's just been like oh, you should take that down because it looks like you're grumpy. And then this week comes and she finally says it please change your thing you know please change your avatar because it looks like you're unhappy or some shit like that and I'm like why the fuck does she care so much about this now there's people who have all kinds of pictures Uh, there's a girl who was in my group she's sitting in front of a, a swimming pool that's another girl got pictures of her kids somebody got a picture of their dog um kb who was on the show she has uh some other shit on hers and it's not even people it's just words this lady uh, my supervisor her old supervisor has like a little constant status on hers that says the answer is no and it's in capital and capitalized so people right. people personalize their their status message and their avatar to you know represent them and who they are and their personality okay so i don't know for what reason 
mind was an issue so she she said it and initially i just took it down i made it nothing and i told kb about it and kb was like getting really upset she was like, you know, this is just classic microaggression. I don't know why, you know, she has a problem with this thing. You know, what the hell is it doing to her? It's not hurting nobody. It's not offensive. It's nothing wrong with your thing. It's microaggression. And uh, she sent me the definition of microaggression. And it basically was just saying, like, being critical um, of someone and often displayed by like white management against african-americans which i didn't even think it was going to be like a a racist twist to it but you know that's what the definition wow. said I, I never even knew that so is your manager a white chick she's a white chick oh all this time you've been talking about her i've been visualizing her as a black chick nope she's a lily white blonde lady so okay and so um I was like, yeah, you're probably right. Then she, she, KB started sending me like other pictures to use instead. And one jumped out at me. She, so she sent me, I was like, I should change it to like Huey Newton, <laughs> you know, for the Black Panthers or something. <laughs> um, and then KB started sending me all these pictures of people giving a side eye. It was like a puppy giving a side eye. It was a chick from Atlanta Housewives giving a side eye. And it was just all these different, you know, typical side eye beams that you see. But then one caught me. It was Arnold from a different strokes with the what you talking about Willis face. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, that is totally me. I used to love different strokes. I used to want to be Arnold when I was a kid. This is going to be it. And he's black and he got a little afro. Yeah. and he wasn't taking no shit from nobody like uh like this is <laughs> this is my new avatar so i changed it to him <laughs> so so he's giving a real side eye and you know what he's about to say or you know what he just said and that's my new avatar now so i okay. kind of took okay. a passive uh, aggressive approach to it um and it made me happy and i, I changed it before i left that weekend uh, and then I come back today and she's like, oh, nice. You changed your picture. So she approves of this one, a, a angry black man that looks like a child. Huh? So <laughs> that's pretty interesting. So what do you think that is? Is that the power play of she didn't like your picture and she wanted you to change it? And because you changed it, she's happy now, no matter what it was. Or do you think it was actually about? You looking? I mean, I'm sure Arnold looks no happier than what that what that emoji looked. No, right? It, it, he's he certainly doesn't. I feel like it was just like I was doing. You know, there was nothing for her to complain about. She had to find something to complain to me about. And like you said, it was just like the fact that I changed it. Any old change, it didn't matter what the fuck I changed it to. I probably could have changed it to a swastika. And she would have been cool. Right. As long as you change it. You know, there was a lot of power about that that we talked about. Remember, they was talking about the story. Uh, it might have been Picasso or some. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The painter. Artist. Yeah, yeah. It, it was an artist. It's like the, it was, like, it was somebody older than that. It was like Da Vinci or somebody like that. 
Oh, it might have been Da Vinci. Okay. And uh, and he had made this sculpture, yeah. and they asked him, what did he think about yeah. it? And the, the, the king was like, uh, it's okay, but I think, you know, there's something up with the nose. Yeah. And so homie picked up some dust as he was walking up to, to the thing, and he knew he couldn't change the nose because if he changed it, he might ruin the entire statue. And he didn't want to. So, yeah, and he didn't really want to. And so he acted like... He made an adjustment to the nose, dropped down some of the dust, and took a step back and said, all right, now look. How does it look? And the king was like, ah, perfect. And it's like, yo, dog, I didn't even change nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just that people people got to put their stank on it. It kind of reminds me of when you give somebody something to proofread. Like in the business that I'm in, we do risk assessments and to assess the risk we need checks and balances so there's there's different people with different positions who have different uh things that they should be looking for and so rather than looking at the thing that they're supposed to be looking for they're trying to tell you where you should put the comma and the period and how you should word it and it's like yo if it's not wrong Leave it alone, bro. If you know what I mean, leave it alone. Stop trying to word it to how you would word it because I'm not you. I don't want to write it that way. Right. I don't have to write right. it that way. And so, but people always feel like they have to make the change. And so, and that was a perfect people out there. I was just gonna say that's a that was a ahead. perfect example of how the law of power applied because that's exactly what that was. Yeah, exactly, man. And and you know what, people out there. If you listen to this, check this out, man. If somebody gives you something to read or something to do, I mean, it's one thing to give advice to say, hey, you know what? If, if it were me, I would write it like this because this is the way I like to see it. But don't tell somebody that their thing is wrong because it's, it's not the way that you would do it. You know, actually, <laughs> my mom used to do that to me uh, whenever like I would, I would write something. She would change it to how she would write it. And so my way was wrong. But... I guess people don't realize that you know there's multiple ways to to write and there's multiple ways to get your to get your expression across and if you make somebody change their whole expression of how you would express it then it's not theirs anymore you know what i'm saying so her making you change that picture bro i mean you found an even better picture so that worked out for and you even but it's whack i was gonna say and, Go and, and even today somebody first day with it somebody sends me a message and the first thing they say is what you talking about so it's already right. causing more problems than my other one ever did. <laughs> or it's caught it's causing more attention. attention. We won't say problems. Yeah. It's not really. No, it's not a, it, it's it wasn't attention. a problem at all. Yeah, that's true. But it's called it's definitely drawing more attention. It's drawing more attention than what the other one did for sure. So I mean, do you do you see a problem with it? You know what? I was going to say uh I told you that we use Skype mm -hmm. and our Skype is connected to our Outlook at work. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's picture is, for the most part, they're professional pictures. Majority of the people who, there's a lot of people who don't have pictures. I would say 60% of people don't have pictures at all. But the people who do have pictures, 95% of them are in a suit or a really nice business attire dress or a pantsuit or whatever women wear. And men are in a suit or some type of button down shirt. And a small percentage of them are, are people having fun somewhere. So you might catch them like, you know, you see them and they have a pool in the background because they were at a pool party or something. But most of them are really professional. So there are no, there are absolutely no, there are no avatars that are uh, 
that are emoji. See, the kind of person that I am, when I was presented an, uh, an opportunity to, like, they wanted us to submit pictures for some for something they were working on. <laughs> so everybody, like you said, were submitting pictures of like them in business attire. And they say, just make sure it's a picture of you in a white, um, in front of a white background. Well, it so happens that I took a drawing class and I drew myself, self-portrait, and it's a white background. So that's what I submitted. <laughs> you an idiot, bro. My, what are you and doing? And the director of our group, uh, he saw it and he came and said something to me. He, he said, that's pretty funny. And he just, they just left it like that. Yeah. He approved. He saw the personality in it. He saw the humor in it. And he was cool with it. I mean, it wasn't That's it wasn't like an asshole thing. It was just kind of like, like he understood that this shit is stupid. You know, it's one of those stupid things that people in like offices always but do. That, and on that same note, that's kind of rebellious of you, bro. Oh, it's you knew what they was asking yeah. for. Yeah, you knew what they was asking for, and you gonna you gonna submit some shit that kind of meets the criteria because it's got a white background, but it's a drawing. You know, they wasn't asking for drawings. So that's a dick move. You think it's a dick move? I don't think it's a dick move. Yeah. I mean, it was like, because like, what is it? Like, if it was a dick move, I mean, it would seem like it would hurt somebody. It would cause some kind of problem for somebody. It was them, first of all, forcing me to do some shit I didn't want to do. Okay. You know, I didn't want to participate in the stupid shit anyway. But since they were <laughs> wanting people to participate, I mean, I didn't post a picture of me making a stupid face or nothing it was a very nice portrait i mean i don't know if you've ever seen it but it's a, it's a really great portrait of myself i'm actually pr- quite proud of it so okay. it's very lifelike i'm sure the listeners want to see you should post it you should post a link to it you should you should tweet it so people i think, can see it's, it. I think it was one of my facebook profile profile pictures i know i definitely posted it up on facebook i think so i mean i can post it up again yeah Nah, I, so not that it was a dick move because it could have hurt somebody. Dick move meaning that you knew what they was asking for and you purposely did something against the system because you were being difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Dick move. Huh? <laughs> Hashtag dick move. I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> so meanwhile, at, at my workplace, I had a situation happen too. And we talked about this a little bit on the show before not this particular situation this is kind of like the other side of it so do you remember when we had the conversation about compliments and how to take compliments you were telling us about your situation at the or excuse me at a store and you were commenting on a young lady's shoes Mm -hmm. and you didn't get the you didn't get the reply you were expecting right all right well in my situation i'm at the gig i'm working and um I see a bunch of the ladies that I used to work with um, on this in on the, in this particular department, and I don't get to see them very often. So I finally get to see them. It's at lunchtime. We're in front of the microwaves, and they're complimenting me. Like when I was walking towards the when I was walking towards the uh, the lunchroom, mm-hmm. I got a compliment. Like, wow, you dress so nice. You always dress so nice. You like the best dressed around here. It's like, oh, thank you. Yeah, that's really nice. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking that that's a cool little compliment. Think nothing of it. And so 
I'm, as, I, as I walk right into the lunchroom, it's like, oh, wow, you dress so nice. Now, these are the ladies from the same department. It's like, oh, wow, you dress so nice. You always look so nice. You're like the best dressed guy around here. You, your clothes always look so nice, and the way you fit them just looks really, really good. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, thank you, thank you. And so I'm in the lunchroom now, and I'm in the little area where we have the microwaves, and it's about, I don't know, 12 of the ladies that work in the, first of all, the department probably has about 25 ladies in it, and they're all older okay. ladies. I'm talking like 45 and right. up, okay? And uh, uh, maybe even, yeah, I say about 45 and up, 40 to 45 and up, okay? And they so, uh, uh, I mean, like, what's the percent? The percentage of the, of the hot ones? They're they're decent ladies, they're nice looking ladies, but as far as hot ones, it's probably well, I wouldn't say none of them are hot, but. Uh, very cute older ladies I would say maybe three wow <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty high percentage too I mean we're talking like uh, out 50 of 30, year old women yeah. uh, I'm saying that we're talking like yeah, 50 that's, year that's, old women that's, that's so, a percentage and, and so when I say 30 the, the majority of them are, are the older ladies and so I would say maybe 20 of them are of the older age right. and maybe 10 of them are about our age and it's a couple of them that look okay but these are older ladies that are talking. The young ladies hadn't talked like this. These are all the older ladies. And so I'm standing in there now, and it's about 12 or 15 of them in there. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you look so, we'll say, oh, and so we'll say TJ. Oh, TJ, you look so, so nice. Look at how you look today. Doesn't he look nice, y'all? And they were all like, oh, my gosh, you look so nice. And look at him. Wow, do you go to the gym? And, like, they start grabbing on my arms and shit. You know what I'm saying? Grabbing on my biceps. It's like, oh wow, you look so nice, and what the hell? it was really weird because I said, huh? what the hell? <laughs> What's going on? It was on really here? weird because they were. It wasn't just a compliment; it's over complimenting. Because what am I supposed to say to these people? Well, like I've said thank you fifteen times already, and they keep commenting, and so I felt like a piece <laughs> of me. You just being sexually harassed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They, that 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 yeah, intersexual harassment at that point. It, it, it kind of does and so they just kind they just kept commenting and it went on like as i was warming up my food which took like three and a half minutes and it went on the entire time and i didn't know how to i didn't know how to how to take it like i, I don't know what i was supposed to say anymore i've said thank you am i supposed to be quiet after i said it to everybody but they're still talking like what was i supposed to do damn man so bro i got a question for you Wait, well, hold like, on. Be, am I go ahead? Go ahead. Am I soft for not like knowing like how to take that, bro? Like, is that whack? Is that weak? Like, am I soft? Like, I just it was a weird situation for me. I got over complimented and I didn't know how to take it. So first of all, let me say, I am deeply sorry that you had to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is no reason for you to be objectified the way you were. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate and, that. I appreciate that. Uh, that that sympathy. And I think you would be well within your right to report all those women and go to HR or you know whoever you got to go to and report all of them. I it, definitely feel like that, that was absolutely soft. sexual harassment. And yeah, especially, I, especially, I mean, with there only being three of them that was hot. I mean, what's the chances of? Well, I mean, it's pretty easy to figure out the chances of, of one of the hot only, ones. Only only one of the hot ones was so in there. So only one of the out of the thirty hot ones. 
Oh no no In this in this room It was only like 12 to 15 In this in this small little area It's, it's 30 of them in the department Right and So out of the whole department Only one of the hot ones Was there Yeah So One of the hot older ladies yeah. So it's just I don't know It's just not fair to you <laughs> Nah man it, it definitely wasn't Nah I, I Generally speaking It would totally be well Within my right as as a as a person as a human to go to the uh to hr and be like yo and start calling out names as a man as an objectified man yeah it would be yeah within your I right could, i could definitely do it i could definitely do that but in that situation i know these people i know these ladies and they're really nice people i would not want to put their jobs at risk for me feeling awkward for a moment you know, grabbing my arms is not that big of a deal. They didn't grab my crotch. They didn't like grabbing my butt. So it wasn't nothing that was, you know, I wouldn't want to put their jobs at risk. So for that. I remember this happening to somebody. I feel like it happened in high school. And like this girl grabbed this dude's butt. And dude thought the girl was ugly. And so he told on her. Okay. Then she got suspended. <laughs> <laughs> you like straight up told on her and she got in trouble for it. She might not have got suspended. As she should. She might not have got suspended, but she definitely got in trouble. As she should. You know what? And I was thinking about that. He only too. told because what he I thought was think- he was because he, he only told because he thought she was ugly. I mean, you you got your reason why you would tell. I mean, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of sexual harassment going on. In, in the world today especially in the in the industry in the movie industry and in the music industry there's a lot of that going on and they're not telling because they feel like the people are too powerful or it might be career suicide there's a lot of reasons why they're not telling but when they do choose to tell it's well within their right to tell and why they're telling is their own decision and that guy that guy he chose to tell because the chick was ugly. If the chick was cute, he might not have cared as much. And what I was about to say was, I mean, in my situation that I was in, women go through that shit every single day, bro. Every single day. And I know like women who were I, I've seen where like guys might cross the line. And I mean, not even at work. I mean, even just hanging out with friends like at a bar or something where guys might cross the line to see what they can cross, but the girl plays it off cool because maybe she doesn't want to check them or maybe because she feels like, ah, well, he's just being him. You know what I'm saying? And that happens every single day. Every single day. And I guess, I don't want to say I can't complain, but it may be for that quick moment be able to not just sympathize but empathize with women who have to be who have to go through the objectification every single day so i thought that that was interesting being on the other side of that like i said man i'm sorry that you went through that so are you gonna do the hashtag me too or nah i'm not gonna do that bro they'll laugh at you you know that right hell yeah they'll laugh at me just like when when uh i think it was dmx when he said he got raped they laughed at him when guys when guys said it to get raped by women people laugh at that but again maybe the woman was ugly and maybe it's because of the fact he was married and this chick jumped on top of him i believe i believe that was dmx that, that happened to or any guy that that's happened to where they say that they got raped and maybe it's because 
they didn't approve of who the chick was. Maybe she was overweight. Maybe she wasn't attractive. Whatever the case may have been, if it was a hot chick, they might not have said nothing. But either way it go, guys get laughed at, unfortunately, when saying that they got raped by a woman or they got molested by a woman. Yeah. It's not as easy for guys to get that respect. Especially, like, I mean, think about, like, the, like, yeah... <laughs> I'm not even gonna use that example. That example would be problematic. I'm not even gonna go there. Yeah, don't don't do no problematic shit, bro. What you doing, man? What you doing? What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you talking about? All right, so check this out. My homegirl, she found a guy, bro. She found a guy. She said that she's off the market. Okay. And next thing you know, so I went to go peep this out. This is a really good friend of mine. That's my homegirl. I went to go peep it out, looking in the comments. Guys are still shooting their shot. She just said she's off the market, and guys are still trying to shoot their shot. Why not? Like right? If it don't work out, holler at me. Or? Uh, they just on some shit like they ain't believe her. Stop playing and stuff like that. You know, they might throw a little little comment trying to shoot their shot. They they figured why not throw the hail mary at the end just in case. Let like, me girl, see if this stop is playing and take this D. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, after that, the very next thing that she did was her status changed to in a relationship, and it, it calls out the name. So, they became FBO, bro. They became Facebook official, all right? And so, now, I realized that I was in a relationship through this whole Facebook thing, the whole Facebook when it came out. So, I hadn't had no single to in a relationship status change on Facebook, but it's it seems like culturally it's a pretty big deal. I mean, people come out the woodwork. I looked at FBO it. Yeah, was a big deal. And yeah, I looked at it, and it had like sixty-seven comments, bro. I mean, sixty. It had like sixty-seven comments on her saying that she's in a relationship. Why do people care so much? Okay. Well, and so, oh, hold on. This is not the thing. Hold on. Let me tell you the thing. This this is the thing that blew my mind. So I'm seeing comments like, yeah, dog, she's a real good one. You know what I'm saying? She's a real one. And, you know what I'm saying? Congratulations. And the dude's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what's up. I appreciate that, bro. And I'm like, why Why is this a pep rally? I don't understand it. The like thing that a, blew my mind. This is a little mini like, bridal party or, <laughs> or uh, yeah, baby showers, exactly. bridal shower or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like some type of a party. But the thing that blew my mind was somebody said, "Don't forget to invite me to the wedding, y'all." The wedding they just got together today. <laughs> what are you talking about? Don't invite me to the wedding. Don't forget to invite me to the wedding. What is that? What the hell are they talk? Why do people do that? All right, dog, you putting this undue pressure. On this man who just got with this chick. Now you're already saying, don't forget. What, what, who said we was even going there? Okay. So let's, let's, let's address a couple of things here. So Facebook official, FBO. That's a big step in a, in, in a lot of ways. So think about it. In just a couple of keystrokes, you are now communicating to all the people that were trying to holler at you all your side pieces and whoever else out there who might be curious that you are now committed to one person 
So okay. It, it, it acts, so with that, that's it dope. acts as an announcement to let them all know, like, okay, I'm not about to sit around and individually break it off with all of y'all. So here's the here's the uh, status. You know what this read means. this stat and fall in line. Right. So it's basically a call to action. Right. Like I those late calls you used to do, sliding in my DMs you used to do. You gotta stop it. You better shut you it gotta down. Because yeah, okay, that's fair. I like that. All right. I like that. So, as far as congratulating them, well, you mentioned one thing that they just got together. That is probably not true. They just went FBO, but they probably been together for way longer than that. No, no. In this particular case, it's definitely true. Because I was just hollering at my homegirl a couple days ago, and she was talking about how she ain't got nothing going on. So this is literally really, really new. She might have just been telling you that. I mean, she's obviously been at least dating this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's not brand new out of nowhere. I get that. But as far as being committed and being like, <laughs> All right, I'm claiming this guy now, it's Okay, new. so them being committed is new, but how long has the situation shit been happening? Because that's clearly what it's been. I don't you know. know. They could have been banging out for the last six months. I yeah, so it's been no it's idea. been a long like, you know, situation ship. So but then as far as people congratulating them well, I mean, congratulating them, I guess, is okay. And, you know, all them dudes who was like, oh, man, she a good one. Those are the guys who was trying to fuck, you know. Definitely. And then, you know, as far as being, like, invite me to the wedding or whatever. I mean, was that, like, a close friend who knows the situation? But if it wasn't. Look, I don't know. I don't know who this chick was, but all I saw. And so, by the way, like I said, it was, like, 60-some comments. And I didn't get through all of them. I'm just sifting through to see what are all the comments about. Why is it 60 some comments because she's in a relationship? I don't get it. And so, and so I just went and sifted through. And that one stuck out to me very, very bright. It, like, it hurt my eyes. It was so bright. That was really probably just a mark of doom. I mean, to like say that. Oh, you killed I mean, it. It's you bad enough it. that you, That's a lot of It's pressure. bad enough that you already went FBO, right? Which we already established. That's the equivalent of getting somebody's name tattooed on you. Yeah. Yeah. Once you yeah, once you do that. And you know the rule. You get somebody's name tattooed on you. That shit ain't lasting for more than six yeah. months. That's what the tattoo artist told me and Jaren when we was 18. Yeah. In case in, And I've seen it happen. <laughs> in case of point, to prove our... Um, so just like you said, the tattoo artist... He he, like we've seen that actually happen. Um, with Facebook, actually, I mentioned um, in the intro of last week's show how this one chick, she really never went FBO, but she was always like, like caping for some dude that she's supposed to have been talking to. Yeah, she was super out there. Well, she was super <laughs> public with it. Very public with it. And a short week later, she's already talking about, you know, screw everybody, you know, fuck all these guys. And apparently they're not together no more. She's back to asking for rides, <laughs> asking for food and donuts for her and her kids. And it's, it's, it's just all bad. So she shouldn't have even claimed that because she's looking stupid now. 
like dumber than she did before but she's looking very bad now because yeah she she she's off in a bad place right now because like but you know what i was gonna say you know what people don't understand though is that first of all just let things be like if i tell you that i'm in a relationship don't ask me when i'm getting married and when i get married don't ask me when we buy a house and when we buy a house don't ask me when we having kids and when we have kids don't ask me when we having another one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what. Just, why can't you just live in the moment, bro? Like, just enjoy what I just enjoy what I shared you, what I shared with I, you. Like, just enjoy I, that. I like, think don't expect so much. I more. think people, especially with the you just got married, when you gonna have some kids? I think that's just kind of more of a joke. That just like one of those typical jokes that every single person has to f- feel like they have to tell when you get married and they're like oh so we're gonna have some babies like that's just like yeah. the, the standard thing basically I, so I when think, you gonna I blow think... your wife's back out <laughs> when you gonna start hitting that i know that's you know, it's kind of like yeah look, hey, i kind of asked them like, like yo you know you ain't married till you consummate that thing it's like, right gonna, so, so, you, so, you, so you about to start hitting that raw huh when you gonna have some babies <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say <laughs> yeah man but you know what, dog? I'm saying just just let people live, dog. Like these two just got in a relationship. They just got enough guts to be Facebook official. They just got enough balls to be able to commit to each other just for the however long this thing is gonna work. Hopefully, it lasts forever for. Her. But maybe that's not what she wants. I don't know. Hopefully, it lasts for however she wanted to last. But at the end of the day, this whole yo, don't forget invite. Don't forget to invite me to the wedding. You're saying that to a couple who just got to get they might not last a month together and by the way you made the comment that they might have been dating or messing around or courting for a long time they might have been but it's for some reason when that expectation of all right well now we together shit changes bro it just changes automatically because there's different expectations there. now she feels they might not last like, a month now she feels that. like she has the right to know where you were you know, yeah. why you, why you and she got the right to know who you talking to. She got the right to know your passcode. It's all kinds of shit she thinks she got the right to know now. Just because you went Facebook official. Yeah. So, man, don't be wishing that stuff on people, man. Let people live. And, I mean, it's, it sounds like it's a blessing, right? It sounds like, oh, man, I, I'm just trying to throw some positive vibes out there. Yo, don't forget to invite me to the wedding. But that's undue pressure, man. You ain't got to put that pressure on nobody. Don't be putting I don't know if I would have been like feeling pressured. I would have just been like telling her like, "Yo, that nigga's bugging. Like, why is he <laughs> like, why is he saying this? Like, dude is tripping. It's cuffing season. Right. I mean, what? Like, <coughs> like we expect this to happen. So, yeah, man. So I just thought that that was why, and it just reminds me of those conversations you have, no matter what you do. People just want you to do more. You know what I'm saying? You, you tell somebody got your bachelor's degree. So when you're getting your master's, it's like, yo, can I can I enjoy what I got right now? Like, I don't know, man. Mm. It's just it's 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 interesting that people aren't satisfied. And they're asking you to do shit that maybe they ain't even done yet. You know what I'm saying? People with no kids. When you're having babies, people that ain't never been married or never had a successful relationship. I was like, Yeah, when you're getting married. I don't know, bro. Well I guess it's just a I wish the best for this uh, for this friend I guess we'll keep tabs on this I wish the best for her too her and her new guy 
and I hope it does work out. I'm not going to put that undue pre- Is that putting pressure? I hope it works out. I don't think so. That's not no. a lot to ask, right? That's yeah, not a me, lot to ask. He says he hopes, you know, it works out. I hope he doesn't turn out to be a fuck boy and, you know. Exactly. I definitely hope that I will put that in big print and big letters. I hope homie don't turn out to be a fuck boy. But you know what? At the end of the day, with so much social media out there nowadays, you can tell who the fuck boys are. Like, I mean, women, if you can't see that, then you need to get your eyes checked. Well, because it's really easy. It's, 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 I don't think it's the issue is seeing who's the fuck boys is dealing. It's, it's how much or how big of a fuck boy you're willing to deal with. Yeah, that's that's the thing. That's what though. It I seems don't know. To be from my observations of, I mean, there's an inkling. There's just an ink. Once you see just the 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 trait, the fuckboy trait, it should be automatic. Like, yo, I, I can't. But it's I not deal with that. It isn't though. But that's what I'm saying. So with so much social media out there and people putting themselves out there, and a lot of these people, they be portraying like fuckboy qualities like it's cool, but they don't realize that they're being like, they're giving themselves bad pub. And ladies should be very keen on that now because it's so open. So if you choose a fuckboy in 2017, you ask for it. This is what you ask for. That's what you were looking for because you chose it. So I hope she had better decision making skills and choosing a fuck boy I really hope man I don't know as a matter of fact when I talk to her I'm gonna tell her that I didn't I didn't get to talk to her since she's become FBO but I'm gonna let her know if you if he turns out to be a fuck boy remember you chose that you went FBO with that well damn why you gotta say that to her <laughs> I just wanna put it what the out the fuck did she I mean like now you ain't letting her live <laughs> Just being honest with her, bro. Just being, I ain't being honest. Just you being mad honest because you with the guy and like he like he ain't do nothing to nobody. Oh, I ain't mad. I mean, I not mad. mad, but I'm just saying, like, what did he? He did. He didn't do nothing to get a fuck boy warning, did he? Nah, he didn't. I mean, he that you know he of. He didn't at all. Nah, nah. I guess. I guess the thing is, is that I guess what I would have expected is, you know. I would expect her to run it through. You know what I'm saying? I expect her to, you know, go through the Do motions. And, yeah, I don't know anything about this dude. I don't know nothing about homie. So my antennas is up. I don't know where homie came from. I don't know who he is. So my antennas is up right Innoc- now. Or guilty until proven innocent. Hell yeah. Especially with my homegirl. You know what I'm saying? Guilty until proven innocent. All right. With the family, dog. Like if... It, that goes with you you know what I'm saying you find a chick you got a chick she guilty to proven innocent so alright that's just how it works you could be listening to anyone in the world right now however you listening to us to Jaren and myself and we appreciate y'all we appreciate all of our listeners thank you for taking the time out to listen to what we talking about you know what I'm saying what we trying to do here and I hope we're successful at it is we're just trying to give you something thought provoking we're trying to give you some good conversation and you know what the ultimate aim is is when we have these conversations maybe you agree with us maybe you don't agree with us but at the end of the day you're going to have your viewpoint and when somebody brings it up at the coffee station or at starbucks or when you're talking at your mama house or your friend house you already ready to go with your argument you know what i'm saying that is what we 
are trying to do here we trying to provoke that thought so that there you have it jen and i also have another corporate street streets production it's called the power cast we've read and listened to the book the 48 laws of power by robert green and we've done an episode for each law and we're breaking down each law and we're giving new examples and cool examples so whether you read the book or not you need to go listen to our power cast and go check that out because it's super dope all right you can email us at thecorporatestreets at gmail.com if you want to drop us that line. We are the advice connoisseur. So if you want to talk work, you want to talk relationships, you want to talk about being a gangster or a gentleman, we got you. We know exactly how to do that. We are the advice connoisseurs. You can hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Corp Streets. And you know what you're listening to. This is the Corporate Streets Podcast. This is the podcast for people who are loving parents. They want to make sure that their kids are happy for Halloween, so they go all out for costumes. Shout out to those parents. I also want to send a shout out to those mamas who are wearing so much makeup, it look like they got a costume. Peace. Yo, Jaren, this makeup is out of hand nowadays, bro. <laughs> they need to stop coming out the house looking like Pennywise. And if you don't know who Pennywise is, look it up. That ain't the look. That's all I got to say about that. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. Charles Barkley voice. We out. <laughs>